Support for KNKX Studio Sessions comes from Portage Bay Cafe, now offering breakfast to go for large parties, featuring Portage Bay signature breakfast items. Online ordering available with pickup and delivery options for business meetings, corporate events, and more. Details at portagebaycafe.com. Recently, KNKX became a community partner in support of Seattle Opera's production of Charlie Parker's Yardbird in celebration of that jazz innovator's centennial year this year. We were delighted to have the lead, Joshua Stewart, and accompanist David McDade in for a studio session. And yes, you don't often hear opera on KNKX during music times, but this is definitely worth sticking around for. I hope you enjoy it. I'm Robin Lloyd for KNKX. Welcome to the KNKX studio, and we're having a studio session, something a little bit different. There's an opera going to start on the 22nd. It's called Charlie Parker's Yardbird at Seattle Opera. It's running from uh, February 22nd through March 7th, and we are here with Joshua Stewart, who's one of the leads in that opera, uh, along with pianist David McDade, and welcome. Thank you, thank this you. It's wonderful to have you here. Um, Charlie Parker, any influence on you? Oh, yeah. Before I mean, this opera? <laughs> if you need work ethic, he yeah. is the guy yeah. that <laughs> is the standard. So, yeah, I think uh, as a young musician, you learn about someone like him and his amount of practicing, and you you realize there's always time to shed. So, yeah. you stay exactly. working. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's have one of your songs, please, and then we'll talk some more. Okay. Bad, 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 
Thank you. Well, okay. Joshua Stewart and <laughs> his amazing voice. Oh, thank my gosh. You, thank you, thank you. It's Charlie Parker's centennial this year, yes. August 29th, 100 yes. years. And so that, I'm sure, prompted this whole thing. My gosh, what a voice. And you you sing jazz as well. Yeah, yeah. That's That was my, uh, like in Germany, they say Herzblut. It's like the, the blood in my veins. Yeah. yeah. I'm from New Orleans, so yes, it's exactly. in the water, you know. There it is, and and it's it's, true. yeah, and and all kinds of music. New Orleans yeah, had yeah. wonderful opera from like the 1700s. Yeah. First French Grand Opera House, exactly, in America, and the, and the Black in Creole Opera in the yes, 1800s, yeah. and it's like yeah, so you've got it all. Gosh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Really, this is like my roots. My first ever interview was at a jazz station in New Orleans. So oh, great. it's good to be back home, you know? Yes. Okay. I'm Robin Lloyd, and this is a studio session with uh, Joshua Stewart from the Seattle Opera production of Charlie Parker's Yardbird with uh, David McDade at the piano. This sounds wonderful. Yeah, so we talked about New Orleans, mm -hmm. um, something about, oh, 12-year-old New Orleans jazz prodigy. Tell uh, us about that. <laughs> <laughs> Good research. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I recorded this album when I was 11. Uh, yeah, it was the first. I mean, in New Orleans, I was, uh, I guess, a well-known singer because I was so young, and I sang with uh, this very famous New Orleans brass band, Olympia Brass Band, mm -hmm. which was one of the... It's like the brass band that all the young players would go to to learn how to be a brass band. Right. Um, so Milton Batiste, amazing trumpet player and band leader, he took a shining to me. He was like, oh, this kid's got talent. And uh, he had his own record company, Dubat Records. Yep. And 
we made an album. It was so fun. It was really tricky because my voice was changing at the time. <laughs> right, right. So some of the recordings are like really high, and I sound like a woman. Like when it first was released, people were like, "That's a woman. It's not. <laughs> that's not a kid. Who is this?" You know. And then uh, there are some other ones where my voice changed. So, yeah, oh. it was nice to capture that moment. Are there any copies of that available still? No, there was this hurricane and it washed it all away. <laughs> oh gosh. So sorry. That's that's a darn shame. So have you been to Seattle before? This is my first time. Wow. I am so happy to be here every time I see the Space Needle. Because I'm like super nerdy, so the whole men in black <laughs> thing, I love, love that movie. So I, every time I see it, I take a photo because the weather changes right. so often. Right. It looks different each angle. Yeah, I love it. It's so beautiful. Oh, my. Tell me about the differences in your technique when you're singing jazz as opposed to opera. Yes. I mean, I'm, you know, emotion is part of both yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Projection may be more for the opera than for mm -hmm. the jazz. But that is the else? biggest difference, I think, yeah. is that we have this beautiful piece of technology here called a microphone, yeah. and it makes lots of uh, things easier because you can communicate very intimate colors very closely. Mm -hmm. Like we're speaking now, you can hear every detail. If I want to get even softer, it's possible. But with opera, I think the, the color palette has to be broader. Right. So I think some of the, the lower ends of things, as far as volume go, it has, to, it has to go away. So you have to be able to express these feelings in a certain way because there are sometimes 100 people in that hole in front of you <laughs> and they are playing their hearts out. And you have to sing your heart out as well. Because yeah. uh, also the great composers, they knew all about balance of the voice, which areas of the voice things fit perfectly. Um, as far as cutting through the orchestra. Right. Um, there are a lot of technical differences, but I, like you said, I think the, the feeling is the, the main similarity because right. that's what it's about, communicating a feeling, heart to heart. Yep. That's all we are trying to do, ever. Great. Thank you so much. What else do you have for us? Okay. The scene is a bit, uh, it's one of the more intense scenes, I think. Um, he, it's one of his breakaway moments where he decides, like, no, never again, like, I'm going to change things. It's not going to happen to me like it's happened before for other people. Right. So, um, yeah, he comes in a bit high, a heroin high. So. Mm -hmm.
can love the woman I love. I can go wherever I want. I ain't gonna sit in the back of the bus no more. Ain't going around the back no more. No, no more. Not me. Back with the garbage, back of the train, back with the rats on the wrong side of the railway tracks, slum side of the river, on the bottom of the river, next door to the dumps, back of the line, feeling of jails hanging from trees. No. studio session with Joshua Stewart from Seattle Opera's production of Charlie Parker's Yardbird with David McDade at the piano. The storyline is a little bit different. The storyline starts out with Charlie Parker being dead. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He's dead, but not a zombie. Right, right, you know? right. No, that's a big difference. I mean, I yeah. remember when I was first watching the workshops in uh, Opera Philadelphia, um, yeah, I was like, is he a zombie? Like, what's happening? Right. He's like conjuring up other zombies, you know? But uh, no, no, it's just the spirit of Charlie Parker comes back. Um, it's very similar to the Jesus resurrection in mm -hmm. my mind because uh, I grew up religious, so I, I, that's my reference point. Um, it feels like he comes back to kind of settle the affairs with some of the people who were closest to him, some of his wives, mm -hmm. uh, his mother, and also Dizzy Gillespie, his musical partner in crime, yeah trying to imagine that actually happening. I guess I'll have to go see the opera. Yes, you must see it. And <laughs> okay. the best thing about it, there are two casts, so you can see me one evening and oh. then come back again and see Freddie Valentine. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Right. That's, I mean, a smart thing to do, right? Because you're, oh, yeah. this is hard on your voice. Yeah, I mean, like I say, wa watching those workshops with Lawrence Bronley singing, who is technically mm -hmm. one of the greatest singers that ever sang, um, and the role being written for his voice, of course it should be difficult. It's Charlie Parker. Yeah. It being easy would be, <laughs> that would you know, be right. that's what I always have to tell myself because I knew Charlie Parker's music before mm -hmm. any of the opera stuff even happened. Um, yeah, there are bars that Charlie Parker set musically that still have not been surpassed. Mm -hmm. That's why you transcribe greatness. Right. You know, like it's a, yeah, he's so high. He's a pillar of the American music scene, yeah. Yeah, and that unfortunately a lot of, the history focuses on his his problems, yeah, his uh, drug addiction, yeah. this, that, and the other thing. But he was uh, he was a musical genius. Yeah, and but there's so mean, much to celebrate there. He his death helped a lot of guys instantly get clean. Yeah, that's true. Because after Charlie Parker, lots of people were like, "Okay, never again." Like, no, 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 mm -hmm. no, 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 no. So that is the I guess silver lining yeah. for that. All right, let's have another one. Okay. your eyes, see it with your ears, it's all up here, and now it has to go down there. So how do I capture 
This music capture the sheet of sound. Hear it with your eyes, see it with your ears. It's all in here, and now it has to go. I capture these black dots, blue notes flying out of my horn. How do I freeze these notes on paper? Joshua Stewart with music from the opera Charlie Parker's Yardbird, which is playing at Seattle Opera the 22nd of February through March 7th. Uh, we have pianist David McDade here with us, who's absolutely a joy to watch and listen to as well. So um, I'm Robin Lloyd. Thanks, everyone, for checking this out, because it, this is a, a special occasion for us to have such a great opera singer in our midst. So did you ever, I mean, the... The emotion from the last song, did you ever feel like the music is escaping you? Oh, yeah. I'm working <laughs> on writing a jazz album now. So, okay. yeah, ooh, the words, the music, it's, yeah, it's a process. And yeah. you have to get it when you can mm -hmm. and sometimes dig it out when you, you have to. You're like, I, I want to write something. i got to write something. So right. I can totally relate to this struggle, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what was the toughest thing about this opera for you? Hmm. Toughest thing was... Getting into the idea of a of an artist struggling to achieve greatness, having so many things against him, mm -hmm. yet still succeeding. Mm -hmm. Like Dizzy and Charlie Parker, they knew what they were doing. Right. They were like, "No, we don't. We don't want to do what has already been done. We were gonna. We're choosing to create a new thing." Yeah. That that takes you know. That's really a special moment, and that's why I love that this is an opera about Charlie Parker because he's a musician, and there aren't so many operas about musicians. Mm -hmm. So I think just for there are so many reasons to see this, and I think for that, that's like that's for me an amazing reason to have an opera about a musician. I got to see that. You yeah. Know. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons KNKX wanted to partner with Seattle Opera with um, this event today and also the opera and uh, the events surrounding it. All of this to celebrate Charlie Parker's centennial year and uh, also Black History Month. Do you have more music for us? Is there anything you could <gasps> improvise? I don't know. Do you want to improvise something? Uh, you like jazz. I like jazz. Solo. Sure, I can sing sure, solo. Why not? Like, yeah. All right. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, this is how it would go. Um, my mom knew lots of people in New Orleans because that's yeah. how New Orleans is. Everyone knows each other. So she'd like run up to uh, like Harold Baptiste, another great yeah. <laughs> musician, who like, this is my son. He's a singer, you know. What do you think, wow. you know? Just because you have a resource, so why not figure right. it out? Right. Um, 
So I remember when I was a kid, he was he loved my singing, but he was like, yeah, just make sure he stays in the same key. <laughs> like, I mean, when you're a kid, you jump keys to right. go to where it's comfortable. So right. I didn't really have a concept yet. I think it was six or seven. Oh, so, my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I could sing something. Uh, hmm. Uh, okay. There's a saying goes, says that love is blind. Still we're often told, seek and ye shall find. So I'm going to seek a certain girl I've had in mind. Looking everywhere, I haven't found her yet. She's the big affair I cannot forget. Only girl I ever think of with regret. I'd like to add my initial to her monogram. Tell me, where is the shepherd for this? Lost lamb, there's a somebody I'm longing to see. I hope that she turns out to be someone to watch over me. I'm a little lamb who's lost in the woods. I know I could always be good to one who will watch over me. Although I may not be the man some girls think of as handsome, to her heart I'll carry the key. Won't you tell her, please, to put on some speed? Follow my lead, oh, how I need someone to watch me. Thank you so much. Joshua Stewart and uh, David McDade, thank you for come, taking time out from the opera to come and visit with us. And I just thank really you, am excited for this show. Uh, thanks to everybody who came to our studio session. Thanks to our studio session sponsors this quarter, Portage Bay Cafe, our KNKX Leadership Circle members in attendance today, and all of our KNKX membership who make studio sessions and everything else at this radio station possible. Our uh, audio production by Brian Moynihan and video and photo from Parker Blum. I'm Robin Lloyd, thanks so much. Thank Come and visit you. us again, yes. please. Yes, too many more.